It's a little thing I call integrity and respect for the listening audience. I can tell it's a Macintosh just by the snap of it. Mm-hmm. Macintosh, they're very good pie apples. Really? Yes. I've, I think I've only ever had Macintosh apple pies that I know of. I've had like generic apple pies. Well, there's but Randy Smith. They got the tart ones. I don't think I've, I don't think I could do Brad Braybury, Bradbury, Ray Bradbury apples. Northern Ontario boy. A blend of apples. Once you go Mac, you never go back. It's just like the best apple. Well, see, I'm a Southern Ontario boy. Mm-hmm. You know, you we're in, just bounce around. We're in the banana belt, my friend. Between all the apples. Well, we're in the banana belt, my friend. Bananas in the Ontario. It's the something belt, the Niagara Escarpment, the belt. Peaches. Uh, well, peaches. Apples. Apples, plums, pears, Mm. and whatnot. Mm. You You know, know, we get the good stuff. You know what? You're right. Sudbury. Sudbury has great fucking blueberries. Fuck Sudbury. Yeah, I said it. Um, Sudbury, Sudbury, Sault Ste. Marie, but no, Timmins. They grow for not very long because it's so cold up there. They grow about this high off the ground, the the blueberry shrubs. We would go, you remember those big four-liter vats of ice cream? That yeah, were I made with eat, lard and like you I used know. to eat them all the time. My mom would get them at no frills, mm-hmm. like Neapolitan and, and butterscotch ripple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would fill like five or six of those and put them in our in our trunk, and like the smallest, sweetest, juiciest, like most yeah. fucking tart, and raspberries too. Like they were yeah. tiny, but like you holy taste shit. the truth in the raspberry, mm-hmm. right? That's like fruit. When I was in Southeast Asia, the fruit there was smaller, like pomegranates this size. Mm-hmm. But the flavor that was coming off the, it was like mm-hmm. so powerful and so awesome. Mm-hmm. And then here you have it. It's like, meh. Like a, I got I got down here and I tasted a blueberry and like it was like wood. It was like water. Like it was yeah. disgusting. Yeah. You ever have like those Water with like, like empty pulp. Yeah. Nothing, like nothing tastes the texture, nothing. you know. Yeah. Mm. The peaches are so good. I've got a bunch of them frozen <clears throat> in my fridge, in my freezer. Really? I have a bunch of them going bad in my kitchen right now. Oh well, you gotta make some crumble. I know, but I think we missed the window. And no, bought, you bought get... a thing in peaches. Yeah, but like they're like brown. Well, to open them up. Don't waste them. Mm. Open them up, mm-hmm. see if and and if and if they're you know salvageable, puree them, mm. make a sauce. You mm. won't even fucking know the difference. A mm-hmm. little bit of lemon to get some acidity to make it pop, mm. right? Then you have your puree. You put it over some chicken. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little condiment. What? Like chicken. a salsa, peach salsa. What? Yeah. You're talking out your ass. I'm not. Italian I am not. Trying to friggin' give Mexican food. All right, let's roll this shit. Come on. It's been rolling right. the whole time. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, we just uh, haven't started because I'm eating an apple, which is rude. Oh, okay, good. Okay. There's your cold open. There's it. That's <laughs> Okay. 
Right. Hello, everyone. Hey. Uh, welcome to the Escapamists. The Escapismists. The Escapamists. Uh, I'm uh, your 50% of your uh, your love host, Ted Hallett, and uh, with me here is Jason O'Brien. Mr. Jason O'Brien. Um, right. Uh, we're here on this podcast uh, to uh, we'd like to talk about ways of mental decluttering. Um, ways that people, you know, uh, stay happy and, you know, try and suck out every, you know, uh, flavor and, uh, thing of life. Oh God. Yes. I hate this open. It was so good though. Oh fuck! You were t- you were going on this nice riff, and then I was just like in front of you going. Back yeah, I don't know, man. Just okay. Just by a second. Whatever. Okay. That was. That was so, actually the beginning of a, a sound design that I did. But, okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Go on. Uh, so what we're trying, what I'm trying to say is welcome. <laughs> All right. Now I'm trying to casually finish my apple because I was a bit parched when I arrived. Right. So um, what Jay and I uh, like to do is, uh, I don't know, just kind of talk about, uh, well, usually we check in with each other in our week and and what we do to, like, you know, be happy and, and, you know, to put a hitch in our giddy up because February's coming. This is what scares me is that those dark, cold months are coming. And uh, I'm afraid. Yeah. Man. And I'm afraid mm-hmm. uh, of what my mental status will be at that point. So, uh, you know. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I have nothing but respect for February. I hate February. Oh, February eats my ass. You never let your guard down on February because February just wants to fuck you up. But you know it. You know that February is just like like they're waiting for you. And it's going to be cold. And it's going to be harsh. And it's just going to want to fucking kick the shit out of you. And you're just going to be like, all right, no, 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 I got you. You know, you just never let your guard down against February and February is okay. Anyway, Jay and I were talking about peaches earlier. I kind of love February. <laughs> uh, and uh, maybe uh, some nice, uh, we, we put, a, put a bunch in uh, the freezer. So maybe in February, mm-hmm. you bring that taste of summer out there. Exactly. And it'll, uh, you know. Kickstart your uh, your your huchba. Yeah, I was just meeting with another friend this afternoon, and he's making an album. It's a breakup album, and uh, he was trying to get it get it done in the fall. It turns out he's going to have to do it in February. He's going to break up with this chick in February. No, no, no. He's going to record the breakup album of when he got dumped several years ago. He moved to Montreal, and then his girlfriend dumped him. And then, like, he was in a foreign city without, like, you know, his connections or any of that kind of stuff. And then he had to come back to Toronto kind of on his own. And, le- and You like, mean Montreal as the foreign city? Yeah. Montreal's not a foreign city. Well, it's not a foreign city, but, like, like it's not a, if you don't have a job and you oh, don't speak no. French, it can be a bit daunting to get a job. Right. And it might take a little time. But he moved there with his girlfriend. And then... Uh, 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 they arrived there. She had something to move to. He didn't. And then her best friend convinced her to dump him. So this is an album's worth of that 
that's happening. Man, what a rough fucking ride. You know, I know a few people who've, uh, you know, moved to different places with people. I, mm-hmm. I did it with, with my ex. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, people have moved to uh, Vancouver or for, for Toronto mm-hmm. with somebody. And then within the first couple of months, they break up. And it's then a really difficult transition, though. And then they're fucked. One person's know. going there for a purpose. And the other one is going there for the purpose of being with the first person. So one yeah. person's got a mission. The other person's kind of reliant on the other, like on the first person. Yeah, it's doomed to fucking fail. Well, sad. You have to realize that you're, you know the problems that are. Like, yeah. I think that, you know, like, uh, I don't want to say mature, but people who are, kind of have their vision on straight. If I can say that, if I can coin a little phrase, yeah, seeing straight. Uh, yeah, they can, you know. But you know what? I'm a romantic as well. So yeah. I, I want things to work out. But, yeah. you know, the cynic in me is like, it's not going to fucking, or there's no way, mm. you know. People anyway. do it all the time. They though. do, and it's so cliche. Ugh. Anyway. Long-distance relationship. Yeah. And then They're they stupid. fix that, and then they, then they get to the the same city relationships are stupid they're not escaping very far are we um, escape. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna very, escape oh. in my, I'm gonna go escape in my bathtub oh no, oh, oh, no. bathtub's I haven't been able to fit in a bathtub since I was 12 years old. What? Yeah. What I happened? could never fit. What do you mean? I was always a big kid. I had mm. tall legs. I could never fit in a bathtub. So I always had to take showers up mm. until, you know, when I got, you know, huge. I attribute this uh, attribute uh, this to me drinking a lot of milk. Mm-hmm. I used to drink the, uh, three bags of milk every day. Whoa. Right? That's a lot of dairy. That's a lot right? of dairy. And, uh, you know, and I think that's why I've become over, over, I was overgrown. Yeah. You know? Wow. Holy shit. Like, that's four liters of milk. That's three liters. Oh, no, I think it's three liters of milk. No, a liter per bag. No, Isn't no. a liter per bag? One of the, uh, it's, it's one and a third or something. Oh, they fucked the math, eh? Yeah. That's I think weird. it's four liters per, like, three bags. Yeah. Right. Well, so I think that's why, you know, uh, I would never, who drinks that? Who else? I mean, back oh, then, man, I guess you, back, what, back then you drink a lot of milk, right? One but of, I think one now. One of my favorite things in the whole wide world is an ice cold glass of milk. I love it. With a piece of pie. But I cannot have it ever again. Or fudge. Yeah. yeah I like to have something with that milk, mm. you know, cold milk, like cookie. I don't even care. Milk and cookie. Um, yeah, that, that's good. But like, I don't know, just like the glass of milk was like perfect. But 2%, 3% skim milk, um, goat's milk, horse milk, 1% and breast 2%. milk. What? I would wean myself onto 1% because it was always 2%. And then, uh, and then I worked at Starbucks, and they have the whole milk and the skim milk, and then, uh, uh, and then I went to one percent just because. And one percent at first was weird, but then I couldn't go back to two percent. Right. And you know, and then I switched to almond milk, and uh, you know. It's kind of like cigarettes, you know. You start off with like you know Demorie, and then you go Demorie Light, and then you try and special like pure black packaging with gold embossed. Uh, lettering it was like 
I went, I, I had one as a joke and it, I couldn't get through it. It was disgusting. It was so freaking hard. Yeah, I started smoking cigarettes from the butts of my mother of my mother's ashtray, mm. and she was smoking uh, Craven A Special Mild. I used to go buy the cigarettes for her at the uh, at the Avondale because mm. back then you could do that with a note from your mother. Mm. You know, uh, I did that once for this old lady, like who lived across the street from the from the playground. We were on the playground, and this old lady comes up and is like, "Hey, hey, come here, come here." okay come over and she's like oh give me some cigarettes and i say okay <laughs> and then i do it and then i get, come back and i give her the change and she didn't give me anything and just went inside do you want some popsicles nothing <coughs> i was i thought i was hoping this story would go a little bit mrs robinson you know no 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 i was like and then she took me into her mouth what no no no, no. <laughs> no. what's wrong young. How old like are you? Nine years old. That's when it happens. So. Well, you know, 11. you come of age when you're ten, and you know it's when you start to know when your you know, what your penis is doing, and mm. you know. Mm -hmm. That's true. I have a very <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had a very <laughs> stressy week this week. Oh, All right, buddy, fun. let it go. Yeah. All right. Like well, the movie Frozen, let it go. Is that what happens in Frozen? That's the big fucking tune. Let it go. What? what let it go. Let it go. To the to the the Kristen Bell. Person? Yeah, something like that. And what does she let go of? Just things in general. That's what that song's about. Letting things go in general because she had some hostility. So is it about melting or is it about like freezing everything so that everything's frozen? It's about emotions and what those things mean, right? It's just not about that. It's about how she's feeling and about all the pressure and all the things she's had. And hence the song, Let It Go. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's layered, man. Really? Yeah. Mm. You know what? What? I'm never going to see it. You should. Yeah. It's a great movie. Uh, you should watch I've it. I've heard bits of songs and then like my mind. You should goes, see it. No. No. I don't think it's for I me. think it's a great mantra. I think it's a great movie. I'm sure it's great. It's just not for me. Yeah, yeah. but how do you know if it's not for you if you haven't seen it yet? Because uh, I've heard bits of the songs and they drive me up. I don't need, I don't trust what other people say. Well, I trust my own ears and the bits of songs that I've heard are really bad, so I don't want to see it. Mm. You know, there's a point there, there's a point i think where everyone feels manipulated by films or tv or you know news now or a, a piece of music whatever and like i don't know i i feel um manipulated emotionally manipulated like that whole you know, the, in uh, Infinity War, Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, great movie. Really good movie. One of the low points in it for me was Gamora's death. Spoiler alert, uh, alert. Yeah, yeah, for that movie two years ago that everyone's seen. Spoiler alert for that. Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, it was two years ago. It was two oh, I thought ago. you meant the last one. No, no, it was Endgame. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. I'm not going to give spoilers for Endgame. Although, interesting movie. <laughs> anyway, Gamora, that whole sequence where she's just like, you built your whole life and now <laughs> you can't even have the thing because you're filled with hate and you don't love anybody. 
and blah 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 and then he did actually love her and then he kills her because he's like that kind of driven uh business comes first kind of parent and then she dies and like the whole time i'm just like oh my god they're drawing this out oh jesus christ and it wasn't that long of a scene but like as soon as it started i was like okay i know the note that they're going to play here and they just play it and it just goes on for a bit too long for me so i felt manipulated and i immediately feel that when i hear when i hear notes from frozen one of the frozen songs okay well that was uh ted and uh jason's movie review a hot um, take on frozen Whoa. i i give it a thumbs up uh, and uh, jason just doesn't give it a thumbs anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've uh, you heard his it, piece. I, I would rather not. Yeah. Right. No, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. No, I'm not saying you that were clear in what you said and what you people meant. Can't get you feel manipulated. Truth. You feel mm-hmm. manipulated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't go see that. Uh, don't go see that uh, movie, everybody. That was or, uh, I could five be years very ago. Wrong. I just think that it, it'll be what it is. Mm. Great. Yeah. All right. We were talking last week about photography and you uh, and you were saying that you'd taken a lot of photos off the top of your vacation to India. But when you got to Cuba, you took far fewer photos and you just kind of felt like you wanted to be more present for it. Uh, no, I think uh, I India's just a place where no matter where you point your camera, you're going to hit something that's mm. incredible incredibly beautiful and colorful and mm. rich and interesting and uh you know cuba you're in a resort i mean if you if i were to go to havana that'd be different yeah, i'd probably see some right. cool things but mm-hmm. you're on a resort you know it's like how many selfies can you take of you mm-hmm. you know with the ocean in the background you yeah know? but the point i wanted to make this week was um the point that uh, we never got to last week was um there's such definition and like richness of color in your photography. And I wanted to know, like, does it give you the same like kind of escapismist pause that it gives me? Like I've seen uh, Ted's photography. He took a photo series of uh, sites that he saw in India. Uh, We talked about about where you've been in India before, I think. Where, Where did you go? Um, went to uh, a few a beach hop in Goa, uh, mm-hmm. and Juna and Bega, uh, Polelum and um, and uh, uh, Amberal, and then I uh, went to uh, two big cities. Went to Mumbai and Varanasi. Mm-hmm. Um, Varanasi was the uh, was the game changer for me. So, yeah. Okay. Why, why do you say game changer? <clears throat> well, just with the you know we were talking about the pictures and the <clears throat> just the colors and and the complete chaos as well. And so the, I mean the camera you can it can uh, it can tell the story so much and then you know because that's after a while you need once when you get your few shots you have to put the camera down and then just take it and experience it and let mm-hmm. it come in and you know it, that's a yeah it was. That's why it was so incredible, is because you know everything was very cool. Like when you took when the pictures were 
just really cool. And so no matter what, you you'd get all this color and um, beautiful. Uh, even the sunsets were like just. Mm. Everything is like a postcard, man. Um, so when yeah. you go to take a photograph, like, are you taking a photograph of that pause of that, like, just like, breathe deep. Uh, I've always been attracted. Yeah. yeah, I've always been attracted to colorful. I know it sounds really stupid when I say it out loud, but I've always been attracted to very colorful things. I mean, if you look around at my apartment, mm-hmm. all my paintings are very colorful yeah. and, and very, uh, you know, vibrant. Um, mm-hmm. Where there's a red carpet, and I got lights out in the window. You know. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm very. Uh, I just love that colorful, uh, the colorful palette. I love those paintings that come out of Cuba. The very uh, um, primary colors. Uh, there's a few of them over there, and they're like very, yeah, they're very, they pop, right? Yeah. Um, I like things that pop. It goes with my personality. You know, pop I like Teddy. spicy shit. I like you know big flavors. Teddy Pop and Hallett. Um, I love big. I fall big. I, you know. Talking about the movie? I cry big. I party big, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. I do everything, you know, big and That's extreme, size. you know. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, so when I take pictures, I, I think that kind of, yeah. They're, it gets, they're actually big photographs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The beautiful, like you got them on, on like I said, the beautiful glossy print, and it's just, I don't know. Thank you, you for that you compliment. You get a real sense of the texture of the, of the of the buildings and of the, of the cityscape that you're taking a picture of. How so do you know this? Because I've seen them. You showed you showed them to me like over a year ago when you first came back. Oh, and cool. I was like, yeah, they're stunning. I need to take. I need to get some more of those developed. I've kind of forgotten that part, mm. so I'd like to revisit that. Actually, it was a, been about a. It was a year today when I took off to. Uh, not a year today, but I left in October. Did a whole month uh, of October in That's India, right. and that was a year ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you ever seen? It was a movie. It was a co-pro between, uh, like a Canadian production company, a Taiwanese production company. I think a Chinese production company. It was a family story called Yi Yi, a one and a two. Say that again. Yi Yi, and then in parentheses, a one and a two. No. Uh, mm. It was beautiful. It's uh, like just this family epic uh, about three generations of this Taiwanese family. And there's there's just so many layered metaphors into it it's like it's pensive it's meditative and uh, the youngest generation is this kid named yang yang and um he just gets up to hijinks because he's like five or seven years old or something and one of the things that he does is uh, for for this long period of the or, you know like in the background of the movie he's taking pictures of the backs of people's heads and of of like like a fly in the hallway uh, on his way to his condo apartment and then he gets them all developed and his dad is like what is all this it's just you know it's like people's hair the backs of people's hair and like a corner of a of a thing and he's like and he's like, I, I was taking pictures of things that people never see themselves. 
you know, like no one can ever see the back of their own head. So I wanted to take a picture of it and give it to that person right. just just to have like this extension of uh, perspective, you know. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's cool. a beautiful, beautiful movie. Um, I've yeah. always loved photography. I've always loved, you know, I love portrait photography. People's faces. It's very interesting. You know, you see the the lifelines and the wrinkles and scars are really cool. And then, you know, it tells you a lot about a person. And it's a great, mm -hmm. you know, when, when you see some really good uh, photos, you start to, like, you know, work out a little biography in your head of, like, who this person was and is and, you know, how they get that way. And, you know, I love that. It's, you know, it sparks things in your mind. You start to think about other things. And mm -hmm. that's very, that's very cool. It's a very cool art form. Yeah. How does that compare to the moment-to-moment -moment living of improv? Um, uh, yeah. I think, uh, you know, there's a, a few photos that people have taken with, um, you know, with me on stage uh, doing things. And those photos, for the most part, suck because they're usually of two people standing and there's nothing going on, right? Right. But sometimes you'll get this this uh, moment captured of, you know, that improv chaos where mm -hmm. there's, you know, there's something physically going on and it's something engaging about that photo that mm -hmm. has just been captured. And you and they've, you know, uh -huh. they've taken that picture mm -hmm. and there's there's one or two of those. And so those are very cool photos because that'll immediately, you know, would bring, I mean, would, brings me back to that moment. And yeah. it kind of is the snapshot of fun and how, like, how do you take a picture of bliss? How do you take a picture of, 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 uh, you know, an amazing moment that's jacked yeah. with fucking energy, right? You know, and and how it's it's in a it's in a second, and even mm. you know you try and video record, you probably get more of an idea, but yeah. that in a snapshot mm -hmm. is very rare to get, and mm. so yeah, those few shots do exist, and mm. you know, and so it's completely different because when you're in the moment and yeah. imp improvising, it's uh, you're not aware of anything like that because well, you're living yeah. in the moment and it's so real and there's so. You're just it's you're taking so much in. Yeah, that that was actually more more to what I was what I was uh, gonna say is uh, like like not photographing improv, but the experience of photography. Like as an artist, what uh, I wanted you to like compare the experience of photography or of appreciating your own photography uh, versus the experience of improvising. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. like. Like, like one is taking the, like a distillation of a moment and just like whoosh, plucking that. And the other is like playing in the, in the moment to moment. Yeah. Living through however long the, the, uh, the playing field yeah. lasts. Yeah. It's very cool. <clears throat> it's not easy to, to take photos like that to, you know, I guess oh, no, no, I'm not. I'm not talking about taking photos of improv. Yeah, I'm talking about, about everything. Photography. Yeah, and improv. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know what you're saying. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Sorry. The. Oh, I just interrupted your flow. Oh, no, 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 not at all. There's no flow. <laughs> There's nothing to interrupt, bro. Flow. Nothing to interrupt. Mm. 
here. Mm. Let's, um, yes, we should do some bumpers. Bumpers, bumpers, like how you know, we've, we've been doing little bumpers, and then we can, you know, uh, we can put them in with these uncomfortable bits, okay. All right, here we go. And we're back. We're going to do, what are we going to do? What are we going to call this section, segment? Bumper section. <laughs> here we go with bumper section. The king has no pants. This is a story about a king who could not find his clothes and needed help. One day, the king was diagnosed with chronic masturbation. <laughs> that was it. Oh, he's and going, he's this going. then see in the story ends All right, there. Do you want to do? You want to do? This is like the little, like. Like moments of dialing it in, where you're like, "Ah, oh, the nice thing just happened in this animated film." Okay. Okay. Ready? Peaches. They grow in the summertime. Well, everybody, that was the Escapemist. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for uh, listening. This one will probably be a little choppy. Uh. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's what we do. And, you know, try and do something for yourself this weekend. Uh, you know, be happy, stay happy. And uh, if uh, love you the one you're with. And there you go. What are you going to do for yourself this week, Ted? I'm back to work. And... Um, Going fishing. Nice. Yeah, about you. Uh, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play bass. I'm just gonna woodshed for a few hours. Uh, and uh, you're gonna be you're gonna be in a woodshed for a few hours? No, no. When when musician practices alone, it's called woodshedding. Like well, it's just like about a, like. Hmm? You're in a woodshed. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, it's, it's just about drilling. Good night, everybody. Yeah.